Yes, it is, uh, Andrew. A lot of hard work and uh, uh, a month later than we thought we'd be starting, but at least we're back on track. All right, just explain to those, again, who don't know what coursing is all about, and then we'll talk about the protocols that are taking place to have you return. So just the the main differences and how popular coursing is. Okay, well, coursing was the origins of the sport, and uh, dogs race uh, one-on-one, and it's a knockout series. So you think uh, like a tennis tournament, uh, they start off with um, eight people or eight dogs in our coursing events, and uh, we run heats in the morning. Um, the four winners go through to semi-finals that we run after lunch, and then the two winners of the semis go into the finals uh, and compete for the the prize. So uh, greyhounds um, have been doing this in Victoria for over 170 years, and uh, it's great to have um, the coursing back in Victoria again. Well, obviously, as we know, uh, much less uh, numbers in terms of... uh dogs involved even per race as you've mentioned there and so on so um, just what has had to be done in differences going forward for coursing now to return uh, well from the the um, perspective of our current environment um, it actually works out quite well because there's only two dogs in the race um, however obviously the restrictions that um, trainers face currently going on track um, have all been put in place, so there'll be temperature checks um, for all the participants. Um, at the moment, uh, entries onto the track is restricted just to those that uh, have uh, greyhounds involved, so trainers uh, and catchers for the greyhounds involved. Um, but we've had to work through that. Um, we work differently because the racing is virtually non-stop at the coursing. Um, the Dogs are called up normally a couple of races at a time. So normally you'd have 16 to 20 dogs and their handlers in an observation yard um, ready to go down. And, uh, you know, every three minutes we've probably got a course going on for the 80-odd courses for the day. And uh, with this, obviously, we have to change our our order of doing things. So we certainly um, will be enlarging the size of the observation yards, but also uh, restricting the number of people we call up so we can maintain our social distancing and all those other things that we've learnt about over the last couple of months. Now, obviously, there is some prize money, but there's certainly a lot of prestige and tradition in coursing, and you have had the situation where a few greyhounds involved uh, in mainstream racing have utilised coursing as a a way of uh, maintaining or increasing fitness and stamina. Um, Is that still going to be the case? Are you still expecting uh, more so the professional trainers to utilise coursing from time to time, or is that something that maybe will drop off just for now? I think I don't think that's going to change much from how it's been. Um, generally, the big trainers, um, because it, coursing is a, a day-long event um, with heats and then semis and then finals, you know, we start at 9.30 in the morning racing and we don't run the finals till you know, around 3.30 um, in the afternoon. It's a big day. So generally, we don't get the big trainers involved. Um, we, we get... Um, a lot of the, the family groups involved um, where they can spend the time with their dogs. Uh, it certainly is going to make no difference to the types of um, dogs that are going to be successful and, and how dogs will um, get a bit of confidence racing one-on-one 
uh, not getting knocked around uh, like you know can happen in a, a normal race field. So yeah, we're still going to find uh, dogs going back to the track from coursing are going to have their confidence level sky high and, and be successful as they have uh, you know every season. Uh, and that's really one of the main contributors to why people enjoy the coursing so much is because the dogs enjoy it. You know, one on one they they uh, know where their opposition is. They don't get um, knocked from behind or anything like that. And so it, off, it gives the dogs a great chance to build their confidence and, and, and continue, you know, or, or reinvigorate a, a racing career. We're chatting to Peter Craig this morning on RSN 927, president of the Victorian Coursing Association. Before Greyhound Racing, there was coursing, huge tradition, and it's been kept alive and it's uh, thriving in recent years. Peter, obviously the greyhound racing itself has been continuing. So greyhounds have match fitness. Uh, many of the professional trainers have, have tracks to prepare their dogs. Now, I do concede that a lot of greyhounds in regional areas and people on properties have the room to prepare dogs. But I'm just wondering, coursing in terms of some of those that haven't been able to so-called work their dog as opposed to just walk their dog, um, how will they fare? I don't think it's made a great deal of difference um, during the the uh, current conditions. Um, generally, most of the trial tracks have been open. We've had a, a few issues with um, one of the um, councils in Victoria where they wouldn't allow the course and track to trial. But generally, um, people have been able to continue to work the dogs. But what we find is that the coursing does reinvigorate a few, and especially um, whilst they're only racing over 300 metres, um, running up to three times in a day um, certainly brings their fitness levels to a new um, peak, and uh, and that's what what people really find with the coursing. And I think that's why a lot of people have had so much success over the years that without putting undue stress on the dog, um, you know, just running up a 300 metre straight. Um, once doesn't really bring them to a peak fitness, but a second and third time within the day um, certainly brings their fitness levels uh, right up. And, and and that's why you know people keep coming back because they have so much success uh, as a result. Um, we've still got our, our big uh, coursing events, and uh, uh, this week we're racing at Lang Lang, but the, the next meeting will be uh, the Derby and Oaks for the puppies, and um, you know we, we'll unearth some. Uh, talented uh, new young ones uh, no doubt at those events coming up and the waterloo cup which is the uh, almost the melbourne cup of coursing that's at lang lang on the 30th of august so how would these dates have compared in previous years is it a later start or how, how vastly different is the calendar uh, well, we've actually missed uh, lost a couple of meetings um, a month ago we were due to start um, four weeks ago uh, about six weeks back um, was just when all the restrictions were really coming into place and we weren't sure whether, um, you know, even racing would be going ahead. So at that stage, we made a decision to put back the start of the season. Uh, I didn't really want to do an AFL and have one round and then be back uh, in the sheds. So um, we decided at that stage that we'd put back the start of the calendar and and so we missed a couple of uh, what were going to be all maiden meetings. Um, but now uh, we're back into the calendar as we'd originally planned, and so it's uh, 
Uh, a meeting this week where we'll be giving preference to the puppies so they get an opportunity to have a have a try at the coursing and coming out of slips rather than boxes um, before the big events. But then uh, in a fortnight's time, we'll be into the action with the, the classics for the season, the Derby and Oaks up at Longwood, and after that, the uh, Puppy Championship. And before the before we know it, it'll be the end of the season at the end of August for the magnificent Waterloo Cup. And, and did you have some trialling last weekend? Is that right? How did yeah, numbers yeah. fare? How did number? Because that's a great indication for you. How were numbers initially there? No, we had uh, excellent numbers uh, trials, and in fact, it was the biggest uh, trial day they've had down at Lang Lang so far this year. Uh, and I understand we had a hundred entries uh, for this Sunday's event, so uh, we'll put on a. A 12-event program, and uh, it should be some great coursing. I think we've Fantastic. got uh, half a dozen events with puppies and um, another four maidens and a couple of all-aged events. So it gives it, all the dogs um, different abilities, whether they've coursed or not. It gives them a, an opportunity to uh, have a try at the coursing, and um, I'm sure they'll be back on the racetrack uh, successfully after that. Well, those big numbers entered, those that were trialling recently, and just the interest just shows that even though challenging times, that uh, all of the good work and the uh, work you've done over recent years to build up the sport show that it was just a case of people waiting to return, not wondering if they would return, and now they're ready to go. Good luck with this Sunday opener, and uh, we'll certainly speak again. More information on the GRV website. And, uh, Peter, thanks for taking the call. All the best. My pleasure, Andrew. All the best.